Welcome back to the You Are Immeasurable podcast. I'm Tanisha Hyde, your relationship transformation agitator. Our podcast is dedicated to my fellow Gen X women who have been surviving by hiding behind the mask that we are conditioned to wear and silently suffering from the overwhelm that we feel just trying to be all things to all people. Now, the focus of the podcast is going to be mindset, forgiveness, identifying, acknowledging, and healing our shadow self and our inner traumas from past things that we have not dealt with and becoming reacquainted with our full, true, authentic self. Our episodes will air weekly, and the purpose of our episodes is to remind you that you are beautifully perfect in all your imperfections, and that no matter who you are, you cannot pour from an empty cup. I'm here to hold space for you, to support you through your transformation, to agitate your thoughts, and to give you inspiration that will help guide you through your healing, your rebuilding, and reevaluating your relationships. Starting with the relationship that you have with yourself and then moving on to your relationships with others. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for the mask to come off and to live freely in your beautiful, authentic self? Well, if so, I want you to grab a glass of your favorite beverage. I've got mine, and we're going to virtually toast to one another's transformation. You ready? Let's get started. Welcome back to the You Are Immeasurable podcast. We're going to continue our conversation that we started last week. So this is part two of Evaluate Your Grief. And we're going to continue the conversation now. And a lot of what we're trying to make the truth is really a lie. This It's a lot of cover up. It's a lot of, I don't want to be seen as I am. I want to be seen as I want you to see me. That comes from pain. That comes from hiding some sort of feeling of inadequacy, regardless, again, if you want anybody to know it's there or not, regardless if you'll admit it, even to yourself. And that's why we need to really, really, really do the digging and be honest with ourselves about how we see ourselves, how we present ourselves, who we are. Are you really being authentic? And when I say that, are you being 100% authentically you? And yeah, you know, hey, none of us want to be embarrassed. None of us want to be hurt. None of us want to feel less than. I get that. Like I said, none of us want that. None of us want that. But if you can be okay with, hey, I'm human. Humans are flawed. We're all different. You know, we all make mistakes. It's part of the human experience, right? We all make mistakes. And no, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good, especially like if a bunch of people see it. Like if you trip and fall in the midst of a crowd or when there's a lot of people around. Yeah, you're embarrassed. It's not cool. Nobody wants to feel that. But okay, I tripped. 
damn, I fell. I dropped my, my bags or what have you. And it was not very graceful. But okay, it happened. People laughed. Okay. Most of us, when we fall because of the embarrassment, we laugh. But can you just leave it at that? I tripped. I wasn't paying attention. I tripped. I stepped on a rock. My ankle twisted. I plummeted. I was looking at my phone. I was looking at something across the street or, you know, whatever the case may be. You tripped, you fell. Okay. Brush yourself off, get up, and continue on about it. Doesn't mean that everybody that laughed, you got to get them back. And this and for what? I'm sorry. Sometimes shit's just funny. Sometimes it is. Sometimes shit's just funny. You done fell and laughed. You done dropped something and laughed. You done laughed at somebody. And we're just talking about again, you know, hey, it was an accident. It happened. Okay. Not being mean or being malicious or bullying people, those types of things. I tripped. I fell. Hell, it was funny. Damn. It was funny because that's what I get. I wasn't paying the damn attention. I'm trying to walk and play angry birds instead of paying attention to where the hell I'm going. But we have to stop trying to make people owe us because something happened. You tripped and you failed. That doesn't mean that you get to sue everybody that was on the street and they all now owe you a million dollars because they laughed. Come on. And I know that's an exaggeration, but honestly, a lot of times it's this kind of what we're trying to do. It's what we're trying to do. And like I said, yeah, I went to the, the mistress and all of that from back in the day, you know, compared it with side pieces now. And it's just, again, all of these things evolve for various reasons, for various reasons. It's a lot of reasons why some men just need more than one woman. It's a lot of reasons. It's a lot. Could be a mentality. Some say it could be heredity. Some say it could be biology, period. Men were never made to be totally monogamous. In a lot of cultures, men have multiple wives, and it's okay. It's perfectly fine. If you can support them, all of them, then okay, cool. I mean, we go to the Bible. Several people had multiple wives, and it was normal. It was normal. Yeah, the men we have today are the descendants of those guys. So, hey, again, it could be heredity. It could be biology. It just could be mentality. It's a lot of different things that go into it. I saw something, and they were talking about, yeah, independent women. And saying that they don't, they don't need a man they can do it for themselves and this, that, and the other. And okay, that's that's fine. That's fine. It's great. It's really amazing. My issue with that is when you say you don't need a man, we do understand that that ain't the point, right? Needing a man is not the point. It's not the point. Not in the way that that you're taking it or that you're presenting it. Because, see, here's the thing. 
I'm sorry, I paused because all I can hear at that moment was Patty LaBelle singing Love Need and Won't You. That's 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 one of my jams. <laughs> and and I, I I've always loved the song, but it means something different to me now because of the husband that I have now. Do I need him to pay my bills? No. I have a job. I can pay them. I don't need him for that. Like need him like I need food. You know what I mean? No, but I need it. I absolutely do. I need to have him in my life. I need to hear his voice. I need to brush up against him sometime. I need to just lean on him. I need that. I do. And I'm not ashamed of it. At different points in my life, would I have been so, you know, willing to say that? Probably not. And why? Because I was letting the pain speak. But now where I'm at, I'm okay. And I will tell anybody, hell yeah, I need Mr. Hyde. I absolutely do. I absolutely do. I need him because he gives me something that I can't give myself. Something that is just him. And I'm okay with saying that. He's my husband. I love him. You know, most that most people will say, okay, well, that's obvious. Why, why would he be your husband if you didn't love him? How many people have husbands that they don't love? Just saying. And y'all know I'm not lying. And then the other part of that, I want him. I want him in my life. I want him to be there to get on my nerves when he's getting on my nerves. I want him in other ways that, you know, I'm sure y'all don't want to hear about. But there was a time when I prided myself being a strong woman and I can do all of this myself and I can do all of that myself and blah, 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 blah. But I now realize that, yeah, I, I was saying those things because those are the things that I heard from the hurt, broken, bitter women that raised me. You hear women, men ain't shit. They just, you know, they're dogs. They this, they're that. You can't trust them. You can't this, you can't that. That's all the pain speaking. That's all from grief. That's all from something lacking, something missing, a sense of loss. That's where all of that is coming from. Doesn't make us strong. Because we've had to deal with it. Doesn't make us strong because we were put in a place that we should have never been. But okay, we ended up there and, you know, okay, we figured out how to make it work. Sorry, don't make us strong. We're problem solvers. We figured this shit out. We did what the fuck we had to do. We did what the fuck we had to do. Doesn't mean we're strong. 
Not in a good way. It means we're resilient. It means, yeah, we can make shit happen. We can fill in the gaps. <laughs> we can come up with a workaround. We can figure out a way. We can figure out a route. We can discover a new path. And the reason I feel like it doesn't make us strong because carrying all of this extra weight and all of these extra burdens breaks us down, whether we admit it or not. Whether we admit it or not, it's slowly, slowly chipping away at us the longer and the further that we have to keep going with this and keep doing all of this. It's breaking us down. Maybe not on the outside, but absolutely on the inside. If not physically, mentally, emotionally. It's breaking us down. Just because you can pick up and carry from the car to the door Three cinder blocks at a time doesn't mean you should. Doesn't mean it's good for you. It's not what we were built for. It's not what we should be doing. It's not a good idea. It's going to hurt something in the end. It's going to be some repercussions behind that. So we have to stop. Stop being okay with these false narratives we have to stop making it the negative thing seem like it's a good thing and 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 no it's nothing wrong with a woman being a boss that's absolutely not what i'm saying it's not what i'm saying not at all what i'm saying is it's a problem when you've had to do it so long that that persona is taking over to the point that you don't know or cannot identify or cannot be comfortable being who you really are. That's what I'm saying. When the pain and the unforgiveness and the bitterness has made you to the point that you can't relent at all because you don't trust nobody. You can't believe in nobody. You can't lean on anybody. That's not good. That's not healthy. And these are when we need to be looking and Diving in and finding out where it comes from so we can let the bitterness grow. I'm sorry, let the bitterness go so that it's not driving us, driving us into an early grave, driving us into high blood pressure, driving us into self-isolation, driving us into saying in front of everybody, I'm okay being by myself. I don't need nobody. And then behind closed doors, you're crying and you're sad and you're depressed 
because you're lonely, because you're alone, because you don't feel like anybody loves you and you want those things more than anything, but you're afraid to say it because you're afraid of how it's going to make you look. That's not being authentic. That's some fake ass bullshit. It's some fake ass bullshit. So in evaluating the grief, we got to look at, okay, so yeah, I was taught these things. But why was I taught them this way? Got to look at the source. You know, like when back in the day when you were writing papers in school, you had to cite who said what, where the resource came from and all of that. And you had to make sure that the sources that you were using and the resource that you were using, that they were credible. So maybe we need to evaluate and validate and make sure that these things that we learned, these habits that we've picked up, these these beliefs that we are holding to, that they come from good sources. And am I saying that our moms, our grandmas, our aunts, our uncles, our grandfathers, fathers, whoever gave us this information were giving us the wrong information on purpose? No, no, I'm not saying that because the thing about it is they probably didn't realize that they were bitter. They probably didn't realize that they were operating in unforgiveness. Because like I said, you know, when, when you're forced into something and you just got to do what you got to do in order to survive or in order to feed your family or whatever, yeah, you don't realize it. And especially when, you know, you're just on go for so long. Yeah, mm-mm. this is just what you do and this is how you do it. Sometimes you don't realize somebody has to point it out or you have to stop long enough and take a good hard look at yourself in order to identify that. And a lot of times we don't. We don't because we get conditioned to certain things. We fall into these cycles. And yeah, sometimes we're like, why the hell do I keep dealing with this over and over? Or why do I keep on finding myself in this place over and over and over and over? Sometimes we'll be like, oh, well, that's just what it is. It's just that season. But a lot of times it's more than that. It's more than that. And so we got to get in there and we got to look at it. And like I said, evaluate it. Because, yeah, I mean, like I said, we may not even see it as being grief. We may see it as, you know, just a loss. Okay, but that's grief. We may see it as just, you know, it's just I'm hurt. I'm having some pain in this area. It's grief. Something ain't right. I I just don't feel like myself. I just don't feel it's grief. So we do, we got to look at it. We got to look at it. Hey, the good, bad, the indifferent, the ugly. We do, we got to look at it. We got to look at it the right way. And hey, we got to call a freaking spade a spade. And we got to tell ourselves, no, baby, you tripping. You are tripping. You are having a moment. You're letting the pain speak. You got to tell yourself the truth. No, baby, that's bitterness. Mm -mm. And we don't want that in our lives. So no, we're not going to do that. You got to tell yourself, okay, okay, that's a touchy subject and I want to react, but why? Let's look at it. Let's really, really look at that. We have to, because this shit is getting freaking ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. We got to do better. We got to do better. And and it starts with us. It starts with us. I got to do better. 
so that I can show my children how to do better. I got to do better so that I can show my parents, my elders, hey, there's a better way to do this. It doesn't have to be like that. I understand why you feel that way, but let's try something different. We can say that, okay, you know what? I'm going to be the catalyst for this change in my family. I'm going to be the catalyst for this change in my community. I'm going to be the catalyst for this change, you know, in my friend group, in my peer groups or whatever. Somebody got to say something. It has to start somewhere for it to stop everywhere. Got to. We got to do better. This shit's getting ridiculous. I want you to do better. I want you to be better. You don't have to keep up the pretenses. You don't have to carry all of this negative bitterness, unforgiveness. You don't have to be strong and independent. You can be strong and boot up. You can. You can be healed and booed up. You can be healed and married. You can be healed and be in a loving relationship. You can be healed and not be a loner. You can be healed and have friends and have fun and do shit. You don't have to be isolated. You don't have to self-isolate because you too healed to deal with anybody. Come on now. We got to do better. We got to do better. We absolutely have to do better. Think about it. Start conversations with the people that you talk with about this. Evaluate it. See if I'm tripping. Validate it. See if I'm tripping. Or are there other people that see it too? And be honest. Tell the truth. It's okay. It's all right to be different. It's okay to just not keep going with the program just because everybody else is. It's okay. It's okay. Because we got to break this up. We got to break it up. We got to stop the madness, the foolishness. We got to. Somebody has to. Somebody has to. And the more of us that see it, the more of us that speak about it, The more of us that want to help others to come out of it, the better for all of us, for all of us. I want you to really, really think about it. Take a look. Take a dive. Evaluate it. Figure out where that grief came from, where that pain started. What what was what was the, the, the trigger or what was the what they say, the straw that broke the camel's back? And see if it's not a better way to do it. Not a better way to handle it. Not a better way to approach it. I believe in you and I know that you can find a better way. In a way that's positive, that's healing, that's uplifting. And not going to continue the cycle of brokenness, bitterness, unforgiveness, and pain. Okay? Cheers to your transformation. Thank you for listening to the You Are Immeasurable podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. 
I would like for you to remember to subscribe so that way you'll get a notification every time a new episode is posted. Remember, if you want to share your thoughts or your concerns or you have something to add to the conversation, feel free to leave me a comment. And also, if you're enjoying my content and the things that we're talking about, make sure that you leave me your five-star ratings. Also, if you want to continue the conversation, you can join my Facebook group. It is free and it's called Owning Your Season. It'll also be listed for you below in the show notes. So again, thank you for joining. And until next time, cheers to your transformation.